Weekly Skinny with Jesus. I'm so glad you've tuned in. So whether you're listening live right now, Tuesday at 2, this is the 29th of November, 2016, or whether you are listening to the playback uh, somewhere down the road, either way, I hope God uses this call to speak to you today. So, okay, with that, Let's dive right into what I've got for you today, what God has put on my heart. I've spent a week or so um, starting, working on a new series for us to start today. We just wrapped up a three-week series about learning to hear the voice of God. And um, this week, we're going to start a new series called Women of Influence. And we are going to be talking each week Uh, about just that, different women in the Bible and the influence they had on those around them, okay? So we're going to look at the lives they lived and the choices they made, both good and bad, and try to pull wisdom from their stories and then apply it to our own lives. So for those men who are listening, because I know there are a few of you who listen every week, and I'm so glad you do, don't hang up. Don't tune us out for this series. There are still going to be little nuggets in here for you, too. Men can learn from the lives of women in the Bible just as, uh, just as well as we, as we women, uh, myself included, learn from the men in the Bible. So um, just because we're we're looking at women does not mean that this is all going to be geared towards women. Okay, so here we go. Today, the beginning of the series, I figured why not just start at the very beginning, right, with the very first woman on the planet. Okay, so we are going to be talking about, yep, you guessed it, Eve. And while we really don't know a whole lot about her, we can get a lot out of what we do know. So turn with me, if you've got your Bibles with you, turn with me to Genesis chapter 2, verse 22, where we're going to start today, okay? Genesis chapter 2, verse 22 says, Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib he had taken out of the man, and he brought her to the man. So we're looking at this just to get an idea, start off right here where it all started between God and Adam and Eve. We as women were actually taken from man, created from his flesh. Okay, verse 23 goes on and it's Adam speaking right here. He says, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. Matthew 19, verse 6 in the New Testament actually um, tells us that in marriage, man and woman actually become one flesh. So we are a part of our spouse. We were made to be. And we will most definitely have an influence on them. Right? So let's go back to Genesis, okay? Still in Chapter 2, we're going to look at verse 20. It says that when God brought all the animals to Adam, and I'm paraphrasing here, but when God brought all the animals to Adam to be named, there was no suitable helper that could be found for him. Okay? No suitable helper. 
Um, or in the message, the message version of the Bible actually says no suitable companion could be found. So this is, he's taught, this is before Genesis 2 verse 20 is, he's talking about before he created Eve, why he created this woman for Adam, because of all the creatures he'd already created, there was no suitable helper, no suitable companion. Husbands and wives were created to help each other. So we're speaking about women of influence. We're looking at Eve. Let's look at the influence Eve had on Adam, the one she was created for. So I'm sorry. I apologize to Eve right up front. Sorry to throw you under the bus here, Eve. Um, it's not going to be pretty <laughs> at this point for a few more minutes. Um, it's okay, though, because God redeems her before our time is over today. So bear with me while we go through this part of Eve's story. And we're going to turn the page here in Genesis chapter 3, verse 6. We're going to look at part of Eve's story, probably the part that she's most known for, which, sidebar here, doesn't that kind of stink, <laughs> that our, our bad stuff, uh, the mistakes that we make sometimes stick around for a long, long time, especially if you were the first woman on the planet. <laughs> it stuck around forever. It's eternal in the Bible. Um, and I know there's times where I'm sitting at family gatherings with my parents and my siblings and uh, surrounding <laughs> me, and I am thinking, won't you let it die already? That was in high school or that was in junior high or whenever. Um, but good news is that God doesn't see the stuff that the people in our lives from a long, long time ago won't let us forget. He doesn't, he doesn't see that stuff when he looks at us anymore because he looks at us through the lens of Christ once we're saved, right? And the same is true for Eve, even though she's Old Testament and, um, and Christ hadn't come to earth yet. We see where later on God redeems her. So that's the good news. Okay, back to Genesis 3.6. Tells us that Eve not only took some of the fruit Okay, we know the story, right? We know that she was tempted. We know that um, Satan basically dangled um, this fruit in front of her. And um, unfortunately, we see the choice that she made here was not necessarily the best choice, right? Um, Eve not only took some of the fruit that she wasn't supposed to eat, but she gave some to her husband too. Boom, right there. Woman of influence. So that's our first takeaway as we look at this story. We realize that we can influence our spouses. Husbands, you influence your wife too. And wives, we influence our husbands for good or bad. And the choices we make are going to have an effect on the choices they make. So they matter. They're watching, right? Eve's influence on Adam in this situation was negative. In a, a very weak moment when she ate the fruit and gave some to him too. So why did this happen, right? Let's look at what we can learn from her mistake. I think... The reason this happened is because in that moment, she was focused on the wrong thing. 
instead of focusing on all God had given her, she was focused on the one thing he had withheld from the one thing that he had said she couldn't have. And it's so true of us, right? Instead of, um, I mean, we are most definitely her descendants. How often are we, are our minds fixated on what we want instead of praising God for all that he's given us, you know, all that he has brought into our lives and blessed us with. Uh, we, we fixate on the things that we don't have. So I want to read a little bit more of this story in Genesis chapter 3, uh, verses 1 and 2, just to get an idea of, of kind of where Eve was in her mindset in this moment. And the way Satan dangled this in front of her, because he's still the same serpent today. He watches and he waits for opportunities to tempt us. And in this moment, for whatever reason, he had watched Eve. He'd watched her in her discontentment. He'd probably watched her pace around this tree, looking at this fruit, knowing that that was the one thing she couldn't have. And he knew she was vulnerable in that moment. And so the serpent says right here, now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden, which is not what God said at all. He's twisting it here. He's manipulating God's words in Eve's mind. You must, he's, and then it goes on to say in verse 2, the woman said to the serpent, we may eat from the trees in the garden, but Satan's planted that seed. He's got her thinking. She goes on, but God did say, you must not eat from the tree that is in the middle of the garden, and you must not touch it or you will die. So now she's focused on that. Here she is. We see her focus, focused on that tree that she's not supposed to eat from or she will die. And what does Satan say in verse 4? You will not surely die, the serpent said to the woman. He's so cunning. Ugh. For God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. <laughs> and of course, somebody's delivering a package right there in that moment. Probably the devil. No, I'm just kidding. But to make my dog work. So just ignore the dog until he stops. He will eventually stop. But so we see it right there. Satan uses what he knows she's tempted with and he dangles it right in front of her. Okay. Let me get my mind back on where we were. Sorry, I got disturbed there um, by the package delivery guy. So the second thing that I really want us, if you're taking notes, I try to give you guys bullet points. Second bullet point here, what am I focused on that's influencing my choices? You know, we, we want to learn from the mistake that Eve made. We don't want to be focused on the things of this world or the things that God has said no to, right? Because we're going to choose what we're looking at, what we're focusing on every day, what we're dwelling on. Am I focused on God and, and his blessings and all the things he said yes to? Or am I focused on what I can't have? You know, for example, am I focused on that God has said sex is for marriage? Or am I focused on all the little 
things, temptations, Satan's dangling in front of me in this world. And don't think he's not dangling in front of you because he is all over everywhere. We are so oversexed with the media and TV and magazines at the grocery, in the grocery store line. I mean, it's everywhere. Are we focused on the fact that God has said we can't have sex outside of marriage? You know, are we focused on all on the blessings that he's given us? Are, you, are we focused on the home that he's provided, the food that he's put on our table? Or are we focused on that neighborhood we wished we lived in, that we're upset or jealous or coveting because we can't afford the house we think we should have in that neighborhood we think we should live in? You guys get it, right? Okay. Moving on. So, sorry, I'm getting my notes here together. I'm a little disorganized today. <laughs> Forgive me. So, I want to look a little bit uh, further into this because I, it's not all bad with Eve. That's what she's known for. That's what we remember her for. It's the woman who ate the apple. It wasn't even an apple. We don't even know exactly what it was, but we call it the apple, the fruit. And and the woman who gave it to her husband and the fall, right? The fall happened. Sin was brought into the world. But I want us to look at Genesis 3 again, but we're going to move on to verse 20. And I'm going to read it for you guys because I love what she's called here in this verse. Genesis 3 verse 20 says, Adam named his wife Eve because she would become the mother of all the living. Wow. So first of all, what a huge responsibility. No pressure, Eve. You're going to be the mother of the entire creation of mankind. No pressure. Um, But what I really want us to think about is that what happened, what changed in her as God brought motherhood into her life. And I want us to realize, too, that sometimes our greatest influence is in raising our kids, mother or father. The greatest influence that you can have is sometimes right there in front of you. It's in your house. It's in your living room. It's at the kitchen table, doing homework, eating dinner, right there with the kids that God has entrusted to us in our lives. And I want us to look at, very briefly, her first two children, Cain and Abel. Well, if you don't know how the story goes, Cain, her secondborn, murders Abel her firstborn. And so I have to imagine that as a mother, this was not um, a high point in her life. I imagine it was a very low, devastating point in her life. And I'm sure she had regrets, and I'm sure she realized so many mistakes that she had made, things that she's seen along the way, places where she wishes she had done things differently. But think it's really important here that we notice uh, in Genesis chapter 4 verse 25 God goes on to redeem Eve and how do we know that he redeemed her well let's look at this verse Genesis 4 25 says Adam lay with his wife again and she gave birth to a son and named him Seth saying God has granted me another child in place of Abel, since Cain killed him. 
God gave her another child. He gave her another chance. He redeemed what was broken. He didn't withhold from her because of the mistakes that she made in the garden. And not only did he give her another child, because he goes on to Seth is in the direct lineage of Christ. Seth down to Noah and through lots of generations down to David and then eventually down to Jesus. Eve, not only was she the mother of all, but she was the the mother of Christ, the original one, the first one. And she was, in spite of her mistakes, she was still used in the lineage of Christ. So number three here, our bullet point, is that we serve a God of second chances. And thank God for that, right? All right, so that is... What I have for you today, um, let's take a second and would you bow with me and let's pray. Father God, um, I thank you for being a God of second chances. I thank you for being a God who redeems us and who reconciles us back to you. Lord, I thank you for Eve's story. I thank you for showing us yet another place in scripture where you use broken, flawed, mistake-making people for your good, for your glory, for your kingdom. Father, I thank you um, for the lessons learned here today. I pray that you would show us places in our lives where we need to focus on the influence we are having over our spouses and ensure that it is a godly influence. Lord, I pray that you'll give us opportunities to shine for you this week. I thank you, Lord, for this time today. I thank you for each person on this call. I pray that you will use the weekly skinny to glorify your name and further your kingdom. It's in the mighty, wonderful name of Jesus we pray. Amen. All right, guys, that is all. Um, that's all I have for us today. Uh, just a reminder, if you have not added yourself to the Weekly Skinny Facebook page yet, I encourage you to do so. It's a, a public page. All are welcome. You just need to search Weekly Skinny in Facebook and add yourself there. And everybody's approved. There's no chance of you being turned away. If you know of others who you think would be blessed by being a part of this group, please feel free to uh, pass this call information along to them as well. And once again, I thank you for being here with us. Your weekly Skinny with Jesus right here every Tuesday at 2 o'clock. Thank you so much. I uh, pray God blesses you and yours this week. And I'll see you here again next Tuesday at 2. Bye now.